There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. So, the hit politics podcast, Applying It Liberally, is coming live to Brooklyn. And guys, you do not want to miss this. No, it's called 100 Days Down. And hosts and friends of Vox Culturistas, Keisha Zolar and Andrew Kimler, are recapping and reviewing the first 100 days of the Trump presidency. And it's going to be a party. And party guests include Akila Hughes, Dylan Marin, and Allison Kilkenny, all going off on the Trump administration. This is going to be the best. How could you even think of missing this political event? How could you think? Uh. It's at Littlefield in Brooklyn. You know where it is. On Wednesday, April 26th at 7.30 p.m. You need to get your tickets online at foreverdogpodcast.com. Come through. Apply it. Apply it liberally. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about hit now, hit now, hit now. Aiko, Ande, Giacomo Fino, Anane. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. Let the sun shine, let the sun shine in, the sun shine in, honey. But I have a problem. What? It's an overcast day here in but Los Angeles, okay. and to that I say, what the fuck? Here's the thing, and I don't mean to have an inane conversation about LA versus New York, but in LA, you get an unobstructed light, and it really does change things. I mean, yeah. Okay, so yeah. anyway, that's all. That's my thesis, I'm, that's I'm my seeing, treatise. Uh, just for everyone that doesn't know, this is day four of Bowen and I being in Los Angeles. 
like really literally living on top of each other. And um, Matt has made such progress. We were walking down Sunset Boulevard. Oh. He, he points up to the Griffith Observa- uh, uh, Observatory. He goes, wow, look at that house. And I was like, Matt, I that thought is, it was a house. <laughs> that is the Griff- Griffith Observatory. It's my second time here. Um, the first time I was on vacation with my family, we went on a celebrity homes tour mm-hmm. and almost died chasing Adrian Grenier down the street. The oh. guy was, it was like a safari cart. And the guy's like, there's Adrian Grenier. And then we really almost died trying to get him and it wasn't poetically that, that would have been so poetically I beautiful of you i would have loved that to, to be to be the the news the news you guys <laughs> we have a resplendent guest speaking with of the sunshine today. oh baby 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 can we talk about the credits let's talk about the credits <laughs> okay <laughs> as he fucking sharts out his mouth he gurgled into the, the mic <laughs> um so listen you can see him well first of all this is actually brilliant 555 on Vimeo. Oh Honey, it's not just a place where you, where you watch people's acting reels anymore. Vimeo, no. <laughs> no, it is a full platform, honey. 555. With the so fucking, fucking queen, good. Kate Burlett. This is really, it's really, really good. Come on, see him on that. See him as Elliot on Search Party on TBS. Animals on HBO, honey. Um, and uh, he has a live show at the Satellite every second Tuesday of the month. Yeah, uh, and he's going to be at the Bell House in New York. He's returning to the old stomping grounds. Yes. June 24th and 25th. Check him out then. Guys, you guys. Welcome. John. John early hey guys hey <laughs> hey john podcast voice well i really i'm th- I'm sitting here and i'm like this could be the podcast where i learn to like try to let the str- the artifice of it melt away yeah no this is that yeah what you're what you're saying it's there's the moment a, you're saying there's a lot of artifice now no 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 Oh, okay wait wait, wait, wait. by the way i love artifice okay. <laughs> you gotta love artifice. But i'm talking about i'm talking about mics headphones because i yeah I've been on, you know, a million podcasts. Yeah, sure. it's part of the part of the rounds. <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> and I always, I never really get to a place of conversational ease. Yeah. Oh my god, never. Like it's impossible. I mean, I and I, I'm immediately comforted by both of you guys. Really? I am. Well, we, I really am. We know each other from back. Yeah. In the jaw. From In back, the jaw. From back on the jaw. Um, I remember John. First time I ever heard about John was he was in a production of. Oh, no. it, a production of here of we go. Psycho, horrified. Oh, <gasps> Psycho, Beach, Psycho Party? Beach Party. Yeah, Charles Bush. Charles Bush. Ooh. Um, I didn't see it, but I heard okay. such amazing things. <laughs> but no, but people were like, "Oh my god, John Early, John Early, John Early, John Early, John Early." And I was like, "Okay, um, uh, blip on my radar. <laughs> blip, blip, blip." And, and then, then, of course, start your start skit, your skit. <laughs> guys. If you haven't seen Start Your Skit, it is truly like the. The seed crystal of this whole thing, oh um, of John's whole career. You must, I mean, it still holds up so well. It does. Just Google, start your skit. It's fantastic. Um, Google it, bitch. Also, Google if it. you want to see me at my skinniest. <laughs> sure. I mean, but who wasn't skinnier in 09? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it was just a time when we were all, we all, we all had jawlines and I know felt great about ourselves. It's far enough away but now where we? I can look did at we? it and I'm like, oh, I, I look young. Yeah. You know, like that's. You're forever young. Matt, you know, yeah. there's a, there's, I won't deny that the change in my physical activity from when I was 19 to, to it's like night and day. Like I used to be like a runner. Really? I, I ran every single day and now we, we, this is our second day in a row eating McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And I know that it will hit me tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. it's, it's coming. I can feel the but, body changing. But like physically it hasn't really 
repercussed. You know, but it saying? will, and I'm very aware that it okay. will. Well, anyway, sorry, we don't need to. I immediately, <laughs> I always make it about weight. No, Mom, in, within ten minutes. I've. Can I this tell is the gay community, and we should be talking. Can I Thank tell you, you. <laughs> we. Ha- it's not only a weight journey for me; it's a jowl journey first and foremost. It's like mm. when facial can, weight. Facially, it's like when when <laughs> is this gonna like just zhuzh up? I don't know. No, I, no, I'm the same. I'm like, when did FaceTime be like? <laughs> my, when did I? When was I all of FaceTime? Right. You know what I mean? Mm. I, oh my God. I take up the whole frame now. No, <laughs> that's just that's just an arm length thing. That's just no. You. It doesn't matter how far I could put John. it at the end of the room, and if no. I walk to the inner room, my face takes up the whole frame. But when it's a parallax effect, one hundred percent. John, it must be. How are you? I'm Emotionally, okay. what's your climate? What's your climate? <laughs> I'm good. I'm. I'm actually really good. Good. I just moved here. Yes. <laughs> and it's perm. We, we've established that it's perm. It's perm. perm. It's perm. Um, yeah. I, I'm just like having a great time. I've met some great people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm loving my little bungalow. Ew. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> let me say, John moved from a beautiful place. Greg told me it was a beautiful place in Cobble Hill. Wait, Greg? Greg Kosatak. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, beautiful place in Cobble Hill. Or yes. was it Carroll Gardens? Carroll Gardens. It was in Carroll Gardens. Carroll Gardens. Beautiful place in Carroll Gardens. Really right on the border. Too. Right in the yeah, 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 Carroll yeah. Gardens sure, sure. And, and Cobble Hill. <laughs> we so, know yeah. it. We know it. <laughs> you know it. And then, but to move, to go from that to Silver Lake. I mean, it's the ultimate. Come on. I mean, that's a pr- that's a lateral move for me, at least. Yeah. It, I feel like Cobble Hill, like Carroll Gardens is like. No, yeah. I would kill there. for that. I lived I in know. South Slope. Yeah, I love like South almost Slope. almost Sunset You're Park. So close, yeah. They called it Greenwood Heights. Greenwood yeah. Heights. Uh, but anyway, um, so you, so congrats on the move. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to like just just take that tangent with the 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 Carol Garden. Was it an anguish decision, or you were like, no, it's time, I'm ready? There was no. Thankfully, there was no anguish because I thought I had a job. Like Kate and I yeah. thought we had a job, and mm-hmm. so. There was no choice. It was just like I have to move. Just Great. pack up and move, which made it so easy. Yeah, yeah. I sobbed my yeah. brains out. Oh, I was like, I delayed my flight for four days. I just yeah. kept pushing it back, yeah. and like literally like, hourly. Like I would like push wow. it back a few hours, push it back a whole day, and and I just like refused to pack. Ugh. And then like the yeah. night before, sorry, was that a pop? On no, the no, mic? no, 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 no. I was an good. emotional reaction. Um, <laughs> the um, then the night before, I like. I just like went up, did put every for all my furniture on Craigslist for free and like had like scavengers come pick through it. And then I, you know, whatever. And I just, I was a mess leaving New York. Had a very kind of clean, like on the, on the plane right there. I read, I like my friend sent me a PDF of goodbye to all that. Joan Didion. Oh, that Uh, was, that sure helped. And then (laughs) I, I finished the essay and then I had purchased the Jonathan Gold documentary on iTunes. Oh wow! So I so I provided a. I really took care of myself. You did. I made that that uh, flight a metaphor. Sure. Yeah. And I and I and I and it was beautiful. It it worked. That's and then so I cool. got here and I just I've had such a great time. Great. I yeah. love it. That's good. And you know what? New York is still there. It's still there. It's still there. <laughs> and the work's still there. Yeah, and the work's still there. <laughs> what was the toughest part? Well, like, what what set you off in the, in the sobbing? The marathon? sobbing was like I. Th- well, for not the people, not the people, <laughs> not the people. <laughs> um, no, the the what set me off was like, I think it's just I spent all ten years of my twenties in, yeah. in New York, yeah. and so it just it's just a very natural like, uh, it's over. My twenties are. It was just saying goodbye to my twenties, I yeah. guess. And then also like, there is something so devastating about moving when you're single. 
Oh, like okay. when you're doing all that stuff by yourself and you have no one, like mm. I had like three, I had like four suitcases, like yeah. everything was packed. And then I had four suitcases that I was taking on the plane mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I was like, it like dawned on me. It was like fully snowing. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! And I was like, when I was like waiting outside for the cab, I was like, I literally am not going to be able to carry the, these, this stuff from the cab to mm-hmm. the, to check in. Right. Whatever. Check in. Check in. Check in. Who knows? Who cares? Oh. <laughs> That's the thing about your podcast. Who cares? Who cares? Who fucking That's cares? Um, but yeah, but then I was like, I was like, I lit, this is so brutal. I just, yeah. I don't know. just, you, you just start. And then I just started like looking at past. I couldn't help but start thinking about past relationships you were revisiting yeah. the and romantic the, yeah. aspect of new york yeah. and, and it, there's just something about like leaving a city for good with no one you're like mm. you're like oh well i failed which of course isn't true just yeah, in my heightened yeah. emotional state i'm like i never nothing ever worked uh, <laughs> and you it's think so it's stupid. gonna be easier because you're like oh there's nothing here to fucking keep me behind i'm not, in, yeah. I'm not tangled up in anything here but like right. kt Toonstalls playing like <laughs> yeah. underscoring the move yeah it it was, I don't know. I just was like, I was like, I, I was really upset. But I think it was also just a totally normal emotional response that I was then like trying to like assign meaning to when yeah, really it was just yeah. like a big change. A big change. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, we're, we're here for a week and I spent the whole first 48 hours like having an anxiety attack. Oh, yeah. What was it about? You know what? It was really just like, I felt like it. You know what it is? It's like a Pavlovian thing I'm having, if that's even the right word, where it reminds me of Long Island where I grew up because yeah. you have to drive everywhere. Yeah. And then I was, we were sitting around, or, uh, we were separated one night. This is how <laughs> fucking dependent I am. We were separated one night and I was mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? And he didn't respond for like two hours. Yeah. And I'm like, what's happening? What's going <laughs> on? Done. Am I in high school? It's very the kind of thing. This isn't a city. First of all, I'm going to say it. Oh. This is a part of a state. Okay. And you got to drive around. And I, maybe it's, I don't think so, honey, it's Los past, Angeles. It's a pastiche of neighborhoods. No, I'm having a good time now. But yeah, I was just anxious. Maybe it is because I'm separated from Henry. Oh, that's it. It's a boy. I'm just thing. crazy. Yeah. Who um, Henry? Who Henry? Henry, <laughs> Henry Kapersky, man. He tinkled the keys. Oh, yes. I know him. Yes. But literally, he's like such a Facebook person for me. And he just I'm got sure. back on Facebook. And he's been oh, very absent for six he was months. Gone. He was In fact, everyone, everyone check out his recent post where he's detailed everything that's gone on in his life in the past six months that Facebook has missed. Yeah. He listed the shows oh that he's watched. God. One yeah. of them is Search Party, which he loved. Thank God. A little bit of love for you there. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no. It, that, and I was thinking to myself, like, that's how crazy it is. Like, he feels like the need to like update everyone like just so you know facebook we've been we've been apart and here's what's going on right like the point was to actually excise all kill that. that impulse yeah to yeah, like yeah. share what you're doing and then you come back and you have like yeah it's so funny no just it was it was very fu- but i had a conversation with someone yesterday who's like not on facebook and never has been and she's like it's very interesting it's like food and water mm. i was like well it's not but it sometimes feels that pervasive yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sure but it was but to go back to your anxiety oh yeah it was henry related you know what it is it's coming here and not loving it at first and knowing oh i might have to move here someday well are That's you really eating at the right restaurant <laughs> That's... i mean it's literally just i like where did you go oh my honestly God. <laughs> i i've been pushing mohawk bend on this one and okay we, and we went there for drinks but it was, we did uh, it was guys fun. it's immediately just no stop here we go here okay, we tell, tell us, us what's good <laughs> tell us what's up. Us. put us you at need ease to do you need to go to Okay, well, where are you, are you staying here? We're staying, we're, we're moving, Airbnb, we're in between Airbnbs it's gonna now. It's going to be a little Armenia. We're going to move okay, a little bit okay. closer okay. Great. to the water. Yeah. 
Um, you need to go to Night Market Song. Okay. You need to go to Trois Familia. You need to go to John and Vinny's. You need to go to Chengdu Taste. Oh my god! I'm gonna write all these down. Taste. We gotta go. Is this on cool? Chengdu Taste is the best Chinese best food Chinese I've food? ever had We're in going. my life. We Chengdu going. Taste. We're going. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Any anything else? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there was a lot of other things. Um, Can I ask you? Is this on cool? We went to Connie and Ted's. I love Connie and Ted's. That was great. Loved it. I love it. Had it's a great so sweet. That's a great. Too. That's a great. Yeah. What an assortment of oysters that place can lay out. Guys, um, our, our waiter, our server came by to talk to us, uh, talk us through the menu. His name was Max. Matt saw the oyster list and asked him, and Matt works in the industry. I'm industry. <laughs> he works at a seafood restaurant. In Where? Brooklyn in Crab in Red Hook, you know in it? Red Hook. <laughs> so Matt, so Matt, is, Matt is very... It's called Brooklyn Crab. So Matt has like a working knowledge of this, and he asks, do you guys have all these oysters? And then the, and Max says, yes, we do. And Matt, this is so adorable. Mm. Uh, in his excitement and in his delight, uh, was uh, said, "Wow, that is super cool." I should and qualify that no place has a dozen different kinds of oysters that's that true. they give out, unless yeah. that's an LA thing, and, yeah. and in which case, I will move here. Okay. There you go. I love myself some some raw shellfish. Some raw shellfish. Yeah. But Matt is really um, is really acclimating to the city well and to the showbiz here. Speaking of showbiz, John, can we talk about 555? Please. We, we just binged it, it oh. and holy Ugh. shit. You guys are so, so nice. good. It's nuts. You should be <laughs> super <laughs> proud. You should be so proud. Oh my God, I have so, just so many thoughts and uh, just so many good I felt good very seen by aliens. Yes. <laughs> I, I grabbed Bowen and I was like, this is literally insane. Also, Nicole Spezio is so know, fucking Nicole. funny on it. So good. Fan of the pod, Nicole. Love has Nicole. she been on the pod? She has No, she, she, she will be, she'll be, be on. on. But she like will quote it back to us sometimes. <laughs> and we're like, best. oh my oh, god. Hi, up. Nicole. Hi. Um, but holy shit. I felt super seen by that episode. It's, <laughs> it's like when you guys are describing the characters that you have, uh, I just love. Everyone that knows that's every fucking showcase. Yeah. What was that? Um, what does the title mean? That's what we and we know it's five different installments. I mean, it's literally that simple. <laughs> okay, and then okay. it just happened to like also have some thematic relevance of just like 555 is the fake area code they use in movies when there's like a phone number oh you know, I didn't like, even know that yeah it's like it's whenever it's because you, you legally can't be like 310 yeah by yeah, the way yeah. we do have a you, phone number yes you in do the, in one of the shorts which we didn't even no one on set was considering <laughs> it and we like and when we were editing it we were like holding hands and we called the number we're like oh my god oh my god and then it was a fax machine oh, oh great god, so yeah. we're fine wow crisis um, averted there but yeah, 555, yeah, that's the fake area code. And so we're like, oh, that's kind of nice because there's like, it's like related to Hollywood. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, there's some like element of artifice in every short, you sure, know, whatever. Sure. I was hoping it was as simple as just five there's five episodes. Well, no, it literally is. And by the <laughs> way, good job because people are literally never consider that. People are like, yeah. I, I, we've been interviewed so many times. People were like, so there are six shorts. I'm like, no, five. <laughs> I mean, it's so weird to me that no one picks up on that right oh my god it's so good that last Thanks. shot of i mean it's it's it cuts from you to here's Kate. a question i want to dive right to the truth of this <laughs> can he see at the end of the fifth episode i or do you not even know well listen <laughs> or do you that not was even know? not in the script at all that uh-huh. was actually that moment of me looking at kate is actually just when we had stopped shooting okay <laughs> God. Now, now I love it. That yeah. makes it even better. And we were shooting. We were we were gonna shoot something where I was like looking past her, and we accidentally made eye contact, and she was gonna. That's why we have the reaction of her being like, yeah, yeah. But 
then in <laughs> editing it was like it just worked really beautifully andy who directed it was like uh-huh. just it was like a really effective powerful ending however i don't think he can see okay like, i'm not interested in a short in which he can see andy and kate might disagree with me on that okay but like i don't think i think he's really going blind like yeah, yeah, yeah no yeah. for sure he's screaming in the meeting oh like he's God. really going blind and like yeah. and yeah, so I just I just don't think he would make it up to get out of his life or something. Sure. You could you can interpret it that way. My interpretation was yes. okay. the book club that this is that he gained his sight back in that moment. Oh, and she was like, "Oh <laughs> fuck!" And to me, that was clearly well, what was I happening. I like that. I like, like that. I looked to Bowen and I thought we thought the same exact thing, which was like, "Oh my god, he, he can, can see, see again. again." Not that oh. he not that he could see all along, but that he can see. No, again. he genuinely was yeah, blind, yeah. but then he gets it back. I don't know how. Did I don't you never consider it back. that? Amazing you ne- grace. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> um, I no, I I honestly only considered it as either it's literally an accident, like right. he's yeah, accidentally okay. making eye contact, and she's yeah. confused, or he has been faking it, or right? Something, okay. And that's to reveal it. But that is beautiful, and I want to say that that's right. <laughs> Wow. I'm. Yeah. I was positive. This yeah. is why we record this I podcast. Yeah. We get to that kernel of truth. Um, <laughs> also, we started that episode, and Bone goes, "I love her straight hair." <laughs> Stop! No, <laughs> fuck! God damn it! No, no, that's not how I meant no. it. I no, but it's great. She looks amazing. She looks great. I mean, like, well, it's not about the hair, but just, just in that for that character. <laughs> no, it's but perfect. But it's she perfect. did look amazing. It's also Kate was so funny with the straight hair. Like it was the she, way the that dancing, it was parted. Yeah, yeah. and oh, well, she God. also yeah, it totally informed the dancing. And then also like she oh, just as Kate herself the whole day was like, this is crazy. Right? Like, <laughs> she kept taking pictures of herself. She's like, this is insane. <gasps> she, um, it is insane. Like, I'm telling you, I haven't had straight hair since I was twelve. Wow. I was like. I know. Like, it, she was uh, absolutely obsessed with her straight hair. That and it so really, funny. I mean, she is... It's transformative. She, she could have done it without the hair, but I feel like the hair really put her into that mm, fully, literally obsessed and can't believe it. Yeah, it yeah. just was... Yeah. It was that extra push. Totally. Wow. And then Bowen turns to me and, she, and he goes, we really are all robots. We all fucking talk I said, like I said, that. I said... So y'all like, were high. <laughs> we were not. We were not. We were very sober. But Shockingly. I was, but I was like, yeah, like... We just fucking talk like zombies. That's what this whole thing is. Like, <laughs> we have a certain friend that we that we looked at each other and we're like, that's mm-mm-mm. yeah. Like that was that the oh, actual sure, sure, sure. was that the syllable count? That was the syllable count. Mm-mm. That's <laughs> very yeah, actually, bold. yeah. Mm. And you know what? They don't listen to this. Sleuths get because who cares? Because who cares? Who cares? Who fucking cares? Who cares? But it was but, so it was it was it's so good. I'm so anyway, glad you all like it. You should be so proud. Thank I you. loved it. Yeah. No, I mean every single episode was great. And also, I couldn't believe how dark. How dark? Very dark. Very dark. I thought watching the first episode, I'm like, oh, we're going to get a narrative here. Nope. She's going to find him. No. <laughs> but there is a little gentle narrative. Right. You know, she, yes. It, and also Kate's character at the end says, you have to hear my new client. She's a genius. Yes. So and... you're supposed to assume that the girl <gasps> made it, not me. See, and I was confused about that. I was like, Are, uh, is this a world where gender's not a thing? <laughs> Right for a moment. Oh no 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 it's, no, no. It's, it's that she she's that shot of her pushing at the yeah. end. It uh-huh. means she survived, and like you're supposed to assume that somehow she she gets her vengeance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there was um what, what the other little nexus there for uh the oh, series the tube the tube the tube the tube yeah love that. Anyone who's listening who has not watched Sorry, it, which is ninety eight percent of your listeners, <laughs> it is just so funny to be like the tube the tube. It's gonna Guys. be one of those things that I don't drop. I mean, I I think it's legitimately so fucking amazing. Thank I want you. every everyone to watch it me too and while we're talking about that okay so we we touched down here and some of our friends told us about this video they were like you've seen this and i was like no freckle freckle oh freckle's a genius we just green we just discovered this and i don't think anyone in new york like knew of it yeah but 
It's insane. Guys, look it up. Look it up. Jason Green, Freckle, Acting Reel. Yeah. And then yeah. all the Caleb Gallo stuff. Stuff. Yeah. It's so good. Anyway, I hung out with Freckle a few times since I moved here, and it's so funny. It's, it's so the best. funny. Yeah. 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 I, I, extremely, I, extremely funny. So, so funny. Can't let it go. Um, all right. So, listen, guys. This is the moment in the episode where we ask of our guest the cultural beginnings of John Early. So what was the culture that made you, young John Early, yeah. say, culture's for me? I want to oh, move in a cultural beautiful. direction. Yeah. Well, it was really like... Hmm. Southern boy. I was a southern boy mm-hmm. in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Nash. Um, Home of country music, you know? Yes. And the show Nashville. And the show Nashville. Yes. And the movie Nashville. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, <laughs> I... What culture? I mean, yeah, like... It's a broad question. It's tough, but um, it can. No, it's very easy for me to answer. I'm honestly just like, where do I, where do I start? <laughs> um, it was mostly like, you know, it was the blockbuster trips. It was like yeah. my mom dropping me off at Blockbuster as she was grocery shopping, mm-hmm. and like going to the Sundance Recommend section, which wow. happened to be very close to like the gay and lesbian section. Oh. So that's where I was really going. So were you looking at them and not renting them or just seeing like what was out there? Yeah, I was like looking at the Sundance mm-hmm. stuff and then like, you know, <laughs> shooting the eye, darting the eye over to the gay stuff. Yeah. yeah not renting. Yeah, it's like Although when you go to I Target did... and look at the underwear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just like that. I did rent, I rented Queer as Folk eventually, mm-hmm. but like asked for it in a to-go bag. <sighs> and then I would get in the car Secret and I'd be like, what'd you get? I'd be like... Sense and sensibility. <laughs> I, just, I, I just, yeah, it was, and then I would watch it an in like with my remote an inch away from the TV. In like case. I would, like my eyes were this close to the screen in case they came in. Yeah, just I was like, I'm like one if volume. I heard anything, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but that's but through that kind of like, I don't know what it, I, I I think I was very much like trying to be um, older than I was, mm, and I was yeah. obsessed with like the idea of having good taste and like and like surpassing my like childish peers in their like <laughs> love of like Zoog Disney, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like I was very like annoyingly proud of like oh I also my sister had a friend, Jenna, who was so funny and cool and gorgeous. Yep. And like I was she's my, my older sister. Uh-huh. And I would always just try to impress her and make her laugh. And then she was like I told her, I was like, I love the movie Clock Watchers with Tony <laughs> Collette and Lisa Kudrow and Parker Posey. And yes. that, that movie was the start of like a lot for me. Yes. And then she she started kind of like, oh, you should see these like Bridget Fonda movies. And like, so there was kind of like, and these Parker Posey movies, like there's kind of like a 90s indie film, like with women yeah. in the league. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. That was very important to me. That was, but then also just like, I watched I Love Lucy constantly. Uh-huh. And yeah. And then I remember like seeing the Spartan cheerleaders and being like, "Oh my god!" I like and not knowing what SNL was. Yeah, when right, I was like yeah. nine and be like, "Who? What is that?" Yeah. And my parents explaining SNL to me, and then like going back, you know, each watching the generation classics. of SNL yeah. and like finding the women of each generation right. and yeah. just becoming obsessed with the women of SNL. Because for Spartans, I mean, for me, it was. I'm sure this is what you're alluding to. For me, it was all about Sherry. It was completely all about, about Sherry. Sherry. I had like an autographed picture of her. <sighs> I was so obsessed with Sherry. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Morning Latte is like, uh, Morning Latte is like the foundation of my sense of humor. That's, it's so funny. I, yeah, Will Ferrell could have been invisible. 
He was great, it was, it, but, but he's, he's obviously great. amazing. Service, service, totally. But like, great. it was about her. Absolutely, yeah. but 100%. also like, it just feels like he he's such a good scene partner too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's so cool that like he is such a mega star. But then you go back and watch SNL, and he's like such a good supporting player. It's yeah. like her on a gas star, Molly Shannon. There are like so many little duo stuff that he does where he like takes the back seat. You forget anyway. that he's the straight man in Celebrity Jeopardy. You know what totally. I mean? Essentially, yeah, it's like yeah. that's like one of the things he's known for, and you would never associate right. Will Ferrell with like you know straight man, solid straight man. Right. But he's like the, he yeah. does that extremely well. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, such a good. I was gonna player. say what what emotions get stirred up when I say the name Tony Collette? Because <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, it's a deep love. I really like intense emotions. Yeah, like, I really loved her so much, and. I mean, where do we begin? The I don't, site she is a gay the icon. The she, yeah, there is she something is, yeah. about her that hits on like such a, like an intrinsic level. Because I literally, me, your solo show, you talk about make her proud. Oh yeah, and that <laughs> yeah. is like it is really gay. <laughs> it is gay. Uh, yeah. yeah, totally. Because it's about dance. Mm-hmm. It ultimately tells a queer narrative. Ultimately tells a queer narrative. Yeah. <laughs> Just My, I had a teacher in college that was like. We have to talk about the sixth sense, and specifically this scene in the car. And Tony Collette got an Oscar nomination. She did, and just about like that scene in general, yeah. like being actually what made Sixth Sense a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this, well, he, he was like an incredibly gay teacher. Okay, yeah. but so I was like, Who yeah, was this it? is very for you. His name's Paul Selig. Okay. He actually also is a psychic medium. Wow, <laughs> dramatic writing instructor and psychic medium. Wow, wow, you can find him online. <laughs> I recommend you look him up. Um. He literally speaks to them. Yeah. Great. In, in a tongue. Yeah. It's it's that. But he was very into Tony Collette too. Yeah. That's so and nice. loved that scene. And I was very happy that I was, I was like, yeah, maybe I did make the right choice coming here. They're going to tell me this is right, that I was attracted to this. Yeah. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for 
for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners. We're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with Gift Mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Yeah, she just, I don't know. It was really like, it was Clock Watchers and Muriel's Wedding were the two that really, and um, there's just nothing. There's Her performance in Muriel's Wedding is so undeniably genius. Yeah. And like, it's just so good. I named my dog Muriel, mm-hmm. you know, like it was like, it was an intense, I like, I, I made her a collage for her birthday <laughs> that I never sent. Cause I was like, oh wow, no, <laughs> but I got so I close. Yeah. I was like Googling her managers <sighs> and like, I mean, well, Alta Vista-ing her managers oh, rather, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but like it was, I like made a collage with like pictures of her in like paper magazine mm-hmm. and then like. And quotes of hers, like why would anyone want to receive this? But it was like <laughs> it was like quotes of Tony's, and then and then there were fun facts about me. Oh my! God. It was like favorite food, pasta. <laughs> favorite movie, Clock Watchers. Like I mean, it was like yeah, I was obsessed with her. Okay, well, reverse. From like what it. age? Age like ten or eleven. The sweet spot. Because I saw clock watchers because of kudrow because i was yeah. so obsessed with romeo michelle uh-huh. yeah and and then i was like and then it really was like i i really felt a shift when i watched clock watchers i really was like you know i think you can at some point over time you can you can have like a gradual like intellectual awakening <laughs> yeah where you go from childhood to like not everything is good yeah right right right. Uh the moment yeah or you can have like a very like sharp clean moment and i had like a fully clean like 
I was like watching Clock Watchers. I was like, why is this affecting me so intensely? Wow. And I was like scream sobbing watching it because uh, it's wow. so dark. Oh my goodness! And it's really it's really gentle and simple, but it is dark. I've never seen it. You have to see it. Okay. Yeah, I, that's gonna top my list for me now. Yeah. It's really it's, it's really beautiful. And but anyway, but I was like, you know, it's just it's like four friends and mm-hmm. they they're office temps. So they're like you know horribly mistreated, but they kind of become really close friends despite that but then like there are these like off oh i won't, I won't tell you but okay whatever i'm not gonna tell you, you it should sounds watch it. like a it sounds like a nice it's like a realer nine to five is it a very dramatic movie it <laughs> no, no, well it's quietly dramatic there's no histrionics kudros in like, it great yes yeah exactly so you know it's dark yeah um she could do dark no histrionics so but with those actresses that's great Love yeah it. it's it's so it's so good but yeah i don't know i just i so i think i just forever associated tony and she's the main character uh-huh. and she also kind of like becomes self-actualized throughout the course of the movie but mm-hmm. she be, she becomes self-actualized not in some sort of like tropey movie like she finally follows her passion of singing like she becomes sac- <laughs> self-actualized because everything falls apart around her and, like, uh, yeah. and it just like sucks but she's like well this is it this is life and i just like yeah, so I like I think I just felt like I owed Tony like my like awakening. Wow. And like yeah, and I, yeah. I so was going to ask there. if if it gets okay, so reverse the situation of like just imagine someone sending you a collage of you. Yeah. In quotes and your quotes and then they list off There is some little that. gay out there that's putting it together. I hope so. Okay, so then that would so you would receive that positively Absolutely. and accept yeah. it. Totally. I know, so. but I think I just was like so embarrassed. Oh yeah, I, I don't know why. Was, was there a, was there a closet element to that? Of the well, definitely. Yeah. There you go. And I had the webs. I made a website for her, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. like I was so I was like telling my teachers about the website. I was telling all my friends, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then I realized I was gay, and I was like, oh no. yeah, this is why. I was like, there's a website. <laughs> I was like, I literally like I'm out essentially. Was like, that the moment? <laughs> was there a moment where you visually remember like, oh, I'm gay? Well, not because of the website. I just was like, yeah, I'm there's like literal proof on the Internet. That this I'm is gay. how far it's it goes. The Tony Collette website. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. there's no hiding it now. And yeah. it's my own fault. Totally. A hundred percent. I mean, I remember getting asked like when like first day of school type questions like everyone put your favorite food, this, this, this favorite actress, favorite, whatever, favorite this. I it was probably 2001. I was like, of course, I'm going to put Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. because yeah. Moulin Rouge yeah. and the others and just the versatility. Yeah. And but everyone was like well who are you gonna put down and i was like i can't i knew it was wrong to yeah. say nicole kim and Moulin Rouge. So i ended up putting tara reed and i walked around for quite a while saying tara reed with was my favorite guilt. actress oh my and then my God. i remember my spanish teacher turned to me one day and was like so um tara reed like what's what's this about and i just i just said oh i saw her on a website and then she was like, cool. Uh, and I was like, ew, I just literally said like the straight thing yeah. that I thought I was supposed to say, and it was gross. Oh my God. I was like, I should have just fucking said Nicole Kidman. Mm. I also used to lie and say I loved Limp Biscuit. I, well, yeah. I was baptized by the bassist in Limp Biscuit's father. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> wow. Tom Borland. Yeah, but oh I kept thinking Borland. to myself, like, I was like thinking back. Did anyone actually like like Limp Bizkit? Oh sure. Yeah. I guess they must have. People definitely like Limp Bizkit, okay? Okay, okay you're right. <laughs> I also had a babysitter that I thought was cool. It was kind of like your sister's friend. Her name yeah. was Mickey. Her name was Michelle, but everyone called her Mickey. Mm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. And she loves Creed. 
Yeah. And so I bought uh, several Creed albums. Yeah. And uh-huh. then I still owned them years later when it was like Creed, when they were like a full punchline. Wow, sisters. I'm mean, huge. It's huge. Sisters are huge. Sisters are huge, and sisters' friends are huge, especially yeah. Uh, if they're older, older teenage girls who are cool and funny and yeah. pretty. Yeah, it's a it's it's a thing. And not to like bring this into it, but like for for immigrants, like families, mm-hmm. older sisters who had like essentially white friends who like were tapped yeah. into that because that's that was like the funnel for me was like okay this is the source and it's all coming down to like this yeah. very specific upbringing i have but anyway um oh, oh my god, god i'm dying to know about that i don't well it was just like um the first time i ever heard about fucking uh like um <laughs> like mandy moore yeah was like through like per, like was, was, was like white uh, per, friends white friends like peripherally white female friends that I could only that I could I could only befriend through my sister. Yeah. Yep. And so that was it. So yeah. I mean the paths are all different, you guys. Mm-hmm. Well they but, ideal it's like when I first saw Alicia Silverstone, it was like, I need to know everything. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Was like, can can someone explain everything? Uh-huh. uh-huh. So she's there so is amazing. that. Yeah, I mean she's that's one I wish would would just be everywhere still. And I what's know. the movie she's gonna be in coming up? Like it's like <gasps> Oh, that's a she's like a mom Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary too? of a Wimpy Kid, too. Yeah. That's it. Oh good for her. Yeah, for her. hell yeah. She's booking. You um, know, there was a movie that came out a couple years ago with her and I think Kristen Ritter that Amy Heckerling directed. It was called Vamps. Oh, and Kristen Johnson's in it. Yes, oh, yes. Great. Yeah. Who's Did you see it? Incred- I didn't see it, I no. Didn't see it either. And I I, I, I was not. like I remember hearing that it was gonna be a thing and then I was like, Oh well that'll be big. Yeah, because Amy Heckerling and Alicia Silverstone, that'll be a big deal that they get back to together and then i don't know i guess whoever just decided they weren't gonna it just never became a story and i guess it just didn't get enough publicity for people to come out and see it so i feel like it didn't even come out oh no maybe it didn't maybe it went straight to home video or straight (laughs) straight to the web or wherever things go now vod vod baby well you know what alicia's fine amy's fine they're Alicia really, is in. You know what? There's a new movie with Anne Heche and Sandra O. Oh. oh, called which Cat is, Fights. Yeah, with them beating yeah. the shit out of each other. The whole Did movie. you see it? No, no have I you seen it? To. Have you seen it? I walked out. What? Really? Oh. I was so excited. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be great. It should have been. I love those two actresses so yeah, much. So Come much. on. It is written by an idiot. Like, yeah. it's just not. It's like the dialogue was horrendous. Oh. I could not believe it. The production design, like, it was you it's not just like it's low budget like i could make it look so much better blindfolded (laughs) like it was so i don't know it was very disappointing seeing like extremely good actresses have to say such shitty lines and like i was like always already i was so down for it to be like not great yeah yeah, yeah. just get to do something juicy and like beat each other up i didn't get that far because I right, really had right. such a bad feeling about it. Though. Was it because it was offensive or was just bad? Just bad. bad. No, it was just bad. It yeah. was like it was it was like um, it was very like I it was like it's like watching like a Paul Verhoeven thing, but like with like less skill. It's like like mm. like a, a director who's like and you two you you hate each other but you love each other. <laughs> like you could just feel like like a, a man, a straight man, like pitting women against each other. Uh. And, like a, and and I just it was stupid. Well, that guy, like that, the director. I don't know what else he's done, but he's apparently this huge dirtbag. Yeah, there was was on Doug Loves Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Anne Heche and Sandra Oh, and the last time he was on on the show was plugging some other film where, and he just got shit faced and like was belligerent and like tried to get in a fight with fucking with fucking Doug. Doug. 
and then they, he, and he got kicked out and so they came out. on again to promote this movie the oh, three God. of them yeah. yeah and it ended up with the director and Anne Heche getting kicked out again because it was Why such a Anne Heche she was just being very um, she was really I guess on edge about the way he had been treated last yeah. time and that was kind of clear and she was very defensive from the beginning I actually listened to it yeah. and Sandra's kind of sitting there quietly the whole time kind of oh, just God. behaving and there to promote the movie <laughs> yeah. and they had made such a spectacle yeah. the director gets kicked out almost immediately yeah. and then Anne Heche's kind of just being just kind of being a jerk she's yeah. being a and jerk so, and she's like trying to turn herself on and doing and she's trying to do bits and stuff but like oh it just no. she fails catastrophically but meanwhile Sandra oh the, is charming and great and nice and like and they they get kicked off her. and then they're like I'm he's kind of like well, so what's up and she's like look I just want to talk about the movie I'm excited <laughs> about the movie let's just oh talk about it and then they had a great interview just the two of them yeah Sandra's well, clean a good promotion honestly it made me. It made you me watch the trailer. It, yeah. I hadn't heard about it before. Yeah. You know what? You got to get out there and you got to get that trailer on people's screens. They really go. do. If it means fighting <laughs> publicly on podcasts, so we should start a fight. Yeah. We should okay. start a fight on on the pod to promote. I mean, wait. Are you shooting the, Search Party in New York? In yes. In, oh, great. I'm coming so right fun. back. You're coming right back. Yeah. I, I said off the off the air before we started. John is <laughs> the prodigal son of New York. Coming to Very do his show. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> Are tickets on sale? For Bell House? Yeah. Yes. Great. Cool. As of like today. Great. Get your yeah. checks. Oh, as of today. Even. As of today. Which I don't know what today means in podcast world. Well, you know, they'll have been on sale if you're listening now. They will now. have been on sale. So get them now before I they... they're before not they... sold out. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what happens. Um, I love the show, too. The search, oh, yeah. search party. So good. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with Meredith. She's so, <laughs> she's so good. Yeah, she's really great. She's so special. What's her story like? Did she, was she like not a comedic actress before this? Or, I mean, like what? She's what's her like, deal? yeah, no, she's like a proper actress. Like yeah. she is a North Carolina girl, mm-hmm. but she did like she like did soap opera. She like moved to New York at like 19 and uh. was like, I think maybe as the world turns, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, one cool. of them. But she did a soap opera for a really long time. She has this amazing story about, like, she got nominated for a daytime Emmy. Oh, <gasps> hell yeah. And she, like, <laughs> she didn't know that you could choose your clip, like, <gasps> that they show when they're announcing the nominees. Oh, I didn't know that either. So, like, they're doing all the nominees, and everyone's is, like, like super, like, like eyes full of tears, like, really dramatic scenes. And then, like, it got to hers, and she literally was just, like, she's like, Mom, I want to have sex. <laughs> And she was like 24 playing a like 17 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, but yeah, she's so she's really done like she was she used to like do musicals, I think, or uh-huh. she would audition for music. She's like a proper like hit the pavement New York actor girl. Yeah. And like it's all worked out because she really is. She I, I just can't wait for people to cast her in like beautiful romantic comedies oh yeah she can she's, do so much more but i just feel like she is so she charming excel. and magnetic and like a uh, meg ryan like meg yeah ryan, yeah you know, she would excel in that yeah in the, and we need in a, the medium we need meg we do need we meg. need, we need meg. that meg type there's we really we need meg if you think about it who is out there that's doing the romantic comedies because i miss going to see romantic yeah. comedies i love a good solid rom-com Me too and then i guess there was katherine heigl there for a few years and then that for whatever reason, didn't didn't pan out. Yeah, but now there's really didn't I mean, pan am. didn't pan, pan am. <laughs> and now there's like the Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock. That, well, yeah, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, oh, proposal yeah, 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 was yeah, not yeah. too, uh-huh. not too, not too long ago. Not too long ago. I think the proposal was longer. Longer. <laughs> was than it, you okay, think. you know what? Was it like 2006? 2009. 2009. Wow. 
know what? Oh, seven? I think I saw it when I was. Yeah, no, it was the same year as uh, Blindside. Oh, I know that no. for a fact. I Are think you it sure? was because she was, and this is like I'm a little bit of an awards gay. Yeah. So she was nominated two times in a year, and a pr- proposal, and I think the Blindside, and she walked away with the Globe for the best actress in the drama one. The Globe, the Globe. Which also yeah. now, now <laughs> and the I'm, Oscar. And the Oscar and eventually, yes. That's what you're saying. You know, and I will bravely say that that was Gabourey Sidibe's Oscar. Absolutely. Okay. Of course. You disagree, though. Uh, I don't have an opinion. That was like that was a pretty boring Best Actress year. That was Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. For an education. For an education. Oh, my God. What? Wait, who else? That was Gabourey, Carrie Mulligan, <laughs> Fill it out. Sandra Bullock, Meryl Streep for, for Julie and Julia. I'm asleep. Okay. <laughs> I know, and then there was one more, and I I can not possibly remember who it was. Brett, Brett, can we look it up? Can we guess it? Okay, we imagine guess it? if Brett just turned around and knew it. Brett, oh I'd be God. like, okay, well, you're we, my fave now. We were talking about feud earlier, and I was like, I didn't know who Hedda Hopper was until this the show, and oh, then yeah. Brett's like, oh, I knew about Hedda and Luann and Luella. Luella Parsons. Luella Parsons. And I was like, God. Original gossip divas. But what, what drives me nuts is when you say that they're allowed to pick their clip. Because my yeah, least favorite thing wrong. is when the clip show and they cut to the actor and they like, make this face like, oh, God, can you believe how awful I am? Jesus. I'm so embarrassed. I'm, I'm humble. I'm really a humble person. But it's wor- uh, it, that that's at least better than like. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Which you're right. The listeners can't see, but I was doing a stoic, like Melissa George. We'll just complete. Yeah, <laughs> Melissa George. No, Melissa Leo. Melissa Leo. Melissa George is a different actress. I know the best. I'm so sorry. Well, oh. Tony, when Tony was nominated, her clip was the car scene, of but course. they didn't use any of the dialogue. It was just her tearing up. <sighs> so it was Haley Joel Osment talking, and she was like, <laughs> and then it cut to her, and she was with her parents. Mm-hmm. And like, and she and she was like so embarrassed, and and and, and hilariously embarrassed. Yeah. She was being funny about it. But that year, that's Jolie. the only I know that category so well because I was her manager at that. Yeah, point. right. Yeah, so yeah. it was like it was her in six sense, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, right. Girl interrupted. Yeah, Can yeah, you fill yeah. it out? Can you give a uh, maybe was it, one? Was there a Joan Allen? Was she nominated? No, is that wrong? Let's let's see if it gets there. I'm pretty sure I know okay. all of them. I don't think it was Joan Allen. She may have been nominated for the contender. Wait, wait, wait. Was there Vanessa Redgrave in there or Lynn no. Redgrave? Okay, no. th- this is not a year I know as well. Well, I'll give you a couple more and see if you can go. Okay, Catherine Keener being John Malkovich. <gasps> yeah, okay, yes. Uh, yeah, Which, uh-huh. that nomination blows my mind in the best way. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's, it's She's so amazing. Yep. Samantha Morton, Sweet and Low Sweet and Low Down. Low down. <laughs> Okay. And who's finally, the, the oh my God, it's so incredible, the fifth one. Wait, what? Chloe 70, Boys Don't Cry. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. wow. That might be my favorite category ever. Well, that's Best Supporting. <laughs> it was Best Supporting Actress, which is yeah. always my favorite category. Was, yeah. course, best Supporting Actress is where it's at for me. Wow. Yeah. Couldn't give a shit less about Best Supporting Actor. Y'all, no. one thing about this LA trip that's really like stuck to me is I, I was over at a friend's house and there was just a bunch of fun little showbiz gays. Here we go. The thing that they do is they whip out the heads up on their phone. Oh, yeah. And they have a deck that's just Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress winners, and I was just, like, out of my element. I was just like, oh, and I, you know what? I've accepted this on this trip, and it's a beautiful part of my journey. I was like, I'm never going to be that 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 gay gay that that knows who knows. That's that's fine. That's so fine. It's fine, and it's... Okay. okay oh my God. We, okay, here we go. Oh, we, oh, huge. Helen Mirren, the, the last, last station. station. That's the one we mixed. <laughs> Which honestly, like this podcast, who fucking cares? I know. <laughs> Listen, I've been. I I have the DVD to the last station. I've never seen it. What's it about? I have no idea. But I was like at. I was like 
with a, an old teacher from NYU. I was like at her apartment one time, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I was like, oh, the last station, and she's like, do you want to borrow it? And I literally just like was so I cared about her opinion way too yeah, much. To yeah, be like, yeah. No. <laughs> Because I absolutely didn't want to borrow right, it. Right, and right. I, I've had it for now like eight years. And I've never seen wow. it. Well, hey. I, I'm scrolling through this now just looking at well, who's won. And I guess they ordinarily get it right. Wait, I but mean, what category? It was it was Gabourey, Precious. Gabourey, Precious, I thought. Helen. See, my thing is when it comes to Oscars, it's like, did you give the performance that no one else could give? It's like, that's kind of my... Yeah. It's like, did you put your individual unique stamp on this and that makes it worthy of really raising up and saying... Everyone should see this. Yeah. And for me, like, Gabourey and Precious, that was, like, a very special thing. Yes. And Sandra Bullock, you know, special. you can cast a thousand actresses in that part, and they oh, do exactly yeah. that, because all you really have to be is an actress to do it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and not saying that Sandra isn't amazing. No, no, I think no. she's fucking amazing. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes, like, it, I get that it's an industry thing, and it's a show, and it's entertainment. Well, also just, like, politically, like, give it to Gabby. Yeah. Give it to Gabby. You know, like, make give a fucking statement. Like... And with that criterion of just if no one else can, if, if you're the only person who could play this role, or that's not what you're saying, if you left your individual stamp on this yeah. role, I would say Gabby too. Yeah. Because who else would have played Precious that? I mean, raw? and I just, there, well, first of all, there is no one that we know. I right. mean, it announced, and she's actually had a good career. Yeah. yeah she's she done has. lots of great she's stuff. She keeps it going. Mm-hmm. She's been amazing. And the thing is, like, I even thought last year, like, I, when they said Emma Stone was going to win an Oscar for La La Land, which, they said like eight months before, like right. it had screened at some festival and they were like, it'll be hard to beat her for the Oscar. In fact, I think, yep, the our industry's already decided. That's, that's the way it's like, going to go. That means you have the best publicist. In, right. You're yeah. paying like 8000 a month, at least yeah. for a publicist, I'm if that's sh- happening. I'm yeah. sure that's how it works. But then it's just like, you know, it, months later, they're like, by the way, Annette Benning is in a movie that's fucking amazing. And it's I like, know. oh, but we already decided it's going to be Emma. She so, was so good. Annette, so good. So good. Annette, no, yeah. And nothing against, I actually, like, I come to Emma Stone's defense a lot. Yeah. I thought she was great. I mean, she's one of your closest friends. So she's like definitely, we're very close. We, yeah. of course, um, we briefly met on Stone Street when I was working in a bar called Ulysses, and she was filming the amazing Spider-Man outside on the street, and she came in oh. to use the bathroom, and I pointed her in the direction, ever since then, it's just been a I magical carousel. Amazing. Wow. Um, no, but I thought she was good in the movie, and people came for her singing. I was like, yeah, but... Who can sing really? Yeah. Who can sing really? Anna Uh, Kendrick? Would you rather Anna Kendrick? (laughs) No. No, the answer is no. By the way, okay, I know what my um thing is for the end. Okay. Oh, (laughs) it just rhymes with (laughs) Shmana Pendrick. Shmana Pendrick. No, I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, well, we have that to anticipate. Uh, yeah. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right, we'll be right back with the John. I'm going to pee. Go pee. Yeah, oh, it's, it has to happen. So I'm here to tell you about the fantasy that is the Casper mattress. I've discussed how, you know, when my boyfriend and I were without a home, mm-hmm. our friend Patrick allowed us the opportunity to lay on a Casper mattress, and it was it was a life well slept, and in as fact, they say. In fact, he had that Casper mattress, and he knew it was a status symbol, and yeah. he said, you can sleep on this mattress. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. He wanted me to know he had the best mattress mm-hmm. in town. This, the Casper mattress, no, there's a deal for you guys. So here we go here. It's $50 towards any mattress purchase at Casper.com, and it's, it's two types 
of technology. So uh-huh. it's latex foam and memory foam. We say latex memories. We yes, all have them. We all have them. And yeah. you guys, we have a special guest here with us to help us shill for Casper. Yeah, maybe someone with some latex memories of his own. Now, do I have to enter a code <laughs> to receive my discount? You well, don't have John to enter Early, a code, but you you do have to go to a specific URL. Matt, tell them what it is. Well, it's caspertrial.com forward slash Lost Culturistas. Now, John Early, what what's your experience with Casper? I'll tell you all what. I have a herniated disc. Okay. Oh, so oh mattress no. shopping is very important to me. Now, I had the yes. surgery. Yeah, okay. Oh, good, good, good. But it's not something I like to around with no yes. no you can't no so i i can't i can't play so i need to know my mattress is a certain level of firmness mm-hmm. and that's yeah and, and that is it. the casper and that's the casper and that's mattress. the casper and you would say you feel your fantasy on a casper mattress mm-hmm. yeah confirmed confirmed honey confirmed fantasy felt so one more time because why not i mean you might not have been listening because you're an idiot it's caspertrial.com forward slash las culturistas for 50 dollars off towards any mattress purchase honey okay that's enough and we're back with john early yes. hey guys oh man some huge news just broke over the break yeah broke over the break yeah. um john just got the rupaul follow on twitter Okay, well, congratulations. Thank you so First much. First of all. Thank you. Second of all, spill the tea. How, what was he like on set? John and John and Rue share a moment on the season's animals on HBO. Yeah. Tell us everything. Discuss. Um, well, um, it's, a, it's a live action episode of a typically animated series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's very... Innovative. Yes. It's very... Um, the, the, the tone of this episode is very like kind of like scooby-doo like evil scientists uh-huh. like mm-hmm. and um and i and so rupaul plays this like evil scientist who's developing this like pill for civilization <laughs> i love it and i am i am his like assistant oh his, my like, god like like nervous gay assistant who also wow. might have some evil motivations of his own oh i see what a juice i feel like when you talk about rupaul you always want you want him to be like this like person on set giving out sage advice and like really talking and, and was it that or was he just like oh yeah that's a person yeah like <laughs> no he's 100 percent the giving the sage of advice there were there were like moments where i like overhear rue being like i'm a medium <laughs> and when i'm on a train in new york city i pick up people's energies oh and i and God. if someone's in pain i feel that pain you know <laughs> oh and my God. Uh, he's an empath he's an empath yeah and uh but no but it was it i was so nervous i mean i'm typically very good around my heroes uh-huh. like i'm good at just kind of being um very transparently a fan of them like i i think it's the better approach to be like you know i worship you yeah. th- rather than being like coy and yeah you know. yeah um mm-hmm. and and yeah, so I, w- I was, I, but I was very nervous around him. And like the first moment of shooting, I immediately, like I did on this podcast, I immediately made it about weight. <laughs> In what way? Like, like how so? Like, What'd you do? Because I like, there's like an issue with my costume or something where like the, the wrong size suit was like brought to set or something. And uh, I was like, mm-hmm. I, fe- I was like popping out of uh. it. And I was like, and it just made me feel insecure. And I was yeah. like, right, oh, right, God. right, right, right. And then, and so, like, the first moment with RuPaul, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I just, it's sort of like vomiting out of me. I was, I was like, well, first of all, I'm a cow. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you're a legume. <laughs> I was like, you're a string bean. Uh, and oh he goes, God. he goes, he goes, I do not need your life story. <gasps> 
in like a shady way or what? Well, no, like, in a very funny oh, way. Yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. like he was absolutely sensing that I was just like talking out of my ass. Oh, and it was so stupid. But and no. so that was so that was so hilarious. And then like <laughs> so then of course I was like wildly intimidated. Like John, please calm down. Mm-hmm. And then. And then, you know, on a break or something, he was like, where are you from? And I was like, Nashville. And we started talking about country music. Uh-huh. And he knows, like, every Mandrell sister, you know. Like, he's he's so He well loves the Mandrell sister. Yes. Like, he throws that reference out all the time yeah. on yeah. Drag Race. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so we talked about we talked about country. And then, and then, you know, he was like, later he was like, um, now what's, like, what what's happening, John? Is it happening for you? Like, are you, like, are you auditioning or whatever? <laughs> and I was, I was like, I'm gonna be honest with you, RuPaul. I was like, it's happening. Yeah, <laughs> great. That's that's like the best I was like, I'm not to gonna him. be modest. I, I was like, I was like, it is popping. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and and he and he loved that. He was like oh. dying laughing at that. So that was good. That's that was when I kind of broke through. And then you know, and then we spent two days together, like shooting the stuff. And and it was very. Oh, then he was like, at one point, he was like, "What's your favorite movie?" And I was like, "Oh God!" Like it's just such a dream to be talking about movies at yeah. all with yeah. RuPaul. I was like. And I kind of got in my head. I was like, no, oh, I don't know. He's like, there are so many. He's like, I do not need your life story. <laughs> and then he was like, and then I was like, clock watchers. Yeah. And then he was like, cackling uh. of the fact that I liked clock watchers. Oh my God. And, um, and, and then we started, so I started telling about Tony and, yeah. and I did like, we started talking about just like, I, I was like, you know, I, I see, I, I was like, it's so funny to me when people talk about their influences. Like when I think about like actors talking about their influences, it's always like Al Pacino, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. but it's literally, it's like Tony Collette and like about a boy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, look, meaning I'm doing moment for moment, Tony in certain things. Yes. Like I can feel myself physically, like just facially doing Tony. Like uh-huh. that's what I associate with like dramatic scenes or something. And cause she's like all I've really exposed myself to like dramatically because yes. everything else wow. is like I'm obsessed with comedians you know right yeah so and he was like he was like I see Tony and what you're doing I see that <laughs> and then I was like and then he was like I'm doing purely Faye today and we started talking about Faye Dunaway uh-huh. and, oh wow and um you know we, and we talked about what he's doing on Drag Race like reference wise yep, and yep, like yep. it was just really fun so, and he was like you know I we were talking about like people you know like it's so fun to like diagnose who people's influences are he was like you know what Cher is doing like and I was like, who? And he's like, Elvis. I was like, that's so genius. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, so we had yeah. a, we had a lot yeah. of fun kind of doing like reference lineage together. And then we were talking about Faye Dunaway. I, I was talking about this interview that, with Faye Dunaway where she's like on a bed and it's like in Cannes. It's like probably this early 80s, late 70s. And she's like, she's smoking a cigarette. It's like a 10 minute interview. And she's like, she keeps trying to sh- prove that she knows French. Because the, the interviewer is French. So she'll say things like... um She'll be like, sorry, sorry, can you close the door? Fair my left And like, and there's one part where she says literally just avec, which is with. <laughs> she's like, she's like, um, like, I mean, I don't even know what the sentence is, but she's like, I did this one movie with avec. Um, <laughs> she literally says oh with and then throws in avec. One other with. Like as oh if they needed that. Because she knows two words. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with um, Avec. Um, <laughs> it's so genius. But I was telling Rue about that, and he was, like, dying. And then, so I was like, oh, I have to get him that link, you know. Yeah. And then, um, you know, and then and then when it was over, like, he was he walked by. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What when I was that? leaving, he was like, he was like, John. He was, like, 40 feet away. He was like, email me at... You know, and like, and we'll get lunch in New York City. You know, and then, and oh by the way, God. that email doesn't work. I shouldn't have said that. Not as email, but but because I did, I went and I sent the email last. I sent right. the email 
Oh my god, you should bad. bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. We'll bleep, Just bleep it out. It we'll out. Bleep yeah. it out. It's no big deal. Thank you. Um, but I emailed the email with the Faye Dunaway link. I was uh-huh, like, it's such uh-huh. a dream working with you, yeah. like true hero, and you know, and and then immediately bounced back. But I do, I don't think it was intentional. Sure. Obviously, I oh, think yeah. he, I think he was being very generous and very sweet. And but I, but. It is funny. I just don't know the proper email. Well, hey, but no, you really just connected with him, though. Despite whatever, yeah. despite that email situation. Yeah. Oh my god, that's. The, I love hearing that he's a great guy because I feel like so often now, as as you know, friends and like, you know, you just get to know people in the industry more. It's so often so disappointing, and for someone yeah. like RuPaul, that would be really crushing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would be too much. No, I think. he was yeah. so he he's very powerful. Like yeah. like, mm-hmm. and he also he was on like a a set with like a lot of like people were really being respectful of him, and like they knew that this was like a big day that they were going to work with RuPaul, you know. Mm-hmm. But it still was like it's a pretty straight show. Like it's like yeah. a comedy like hetero show you yeah, know yeah so there was something interesting about like rupaul in that environment like yeah where I, I i was like do people fully understand like how this special is? this is yeah because yeah. like, you know so many people don't think of people always refer like or i like, think people think like gay culture is low culture yeah, yeah. and yeah. so it's like it's it's like this is a person that's Entirely an icon yeah. in a real way, yeah. not like an oh, you're an icon, like yeah. the, like the way the way you throw it around. Like that's he's the real legend, yeah. yeah, and very intelligent, and like has through just like decades of being a, a public figure has a kind of developed a philosophy, you know, that's like very helpful to people. You yeah. Know? Anyway, but it was it was interesting. He, yeah, he's very powerful and intimidating, but like he's also very like he was extremely curious and like mm. we just talked a lot like uh. it was so nice that he was like willing to in like the downtime like the fact that he was like just totally down to like dissect Faye Dunaway you know uh, it's like it's so on yeah. the nose but it was so fun yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> but also like I forgot to tell you this the when we would have like long breaks and we'd go back into holding he had his own we were like shooting in this weird like space like a studio where like they do like procedurals and so it was like we're holding was like in a fake courtroom mm-hmm. and he had his own like his own little dressing room that was like a judge's office or something <laughs> and he and, but because it's a studio there's no ceiling so you can hear everything like that's going on in the other rooms and on every single break he watches the golden girls <gasps> that is perfect it's, yeah I, well and and i've heard anecdotes about it being Judge Judy on on some yeah. days, it being Golden Girls on other days, and now I think he's on this Thirty Rock kick. Oh, that's what I'm on. right Talking now. about talking about nonstop. Or you're just watching. Yeah, I'm. I'm. It's so deeply comforting. It's my go-to. It's so good. Oh my god, I remember you posted. It's so reliable. I remember you posted like a few months ago, just from the pilot episode when they're on the yacht, just Jenna, just it's the funniest thing. But just yeah, singing. So yeah. Oh my god. Do you watch so Veep? Funny. I don't watch Veep. It's the next I one need for you. To watch Veep. Yeah, got. I gotta do it. You I gotta can't do wait it. To watch and are it. you up on this season of Drag Race? No, I haven't watched the season. Well, speaking of Drag Race and speaking of Rue, um, we've like it's been well documented on this podcast, like what our like what Rue means to us. Like this is sort of a broad question, but like just what does Rue mean to you? Like with your, uh, I guess like upbringing. Just because like we've talked a lot about Rue's philosophies remaining consistent over years he can really release you yeah i think i mean for example like in stuff that i do i feel like this is bizarre but a lot of people agree with me about this it's like 
the kind of like don't give a fuck like truly don't take your life too seriously there's something about when rupaul said it and just all these mantras that i was given it's this is like insane but we talked about this with nicole silverberg it's the closest i felt to ever like feeling like i had like not a religion but something to go by totally Whereas I could, there are things I can say and like, remember that, remember when you wake up in the morning, like, like be a light, Henry yeah. says mm-hmm. all the time. So like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like, and he, that can really set you free in your work too. Like in the way you perform, in the way right. you write. Mm-hmm. Like, do you feel, I guess the question is, do you feel that way about RuPaul? Like, has RuPaul like guided you in some way? Yeah, in some ways. Like, I mean, well, when I was little, I was so one of, to go back to the literal very first question of the podcast, uh-huh. like the Brady Bunch movie was so important to yeah. me. Huge. Oh and and him, his scene as Miss Cummings, the mm-hmm. like therapist, <laughs> the, yeah, the guide school, counselor, guidance think, counselor yeah. uh, with Jan was like so monumental. And I was like, something is happening here that's like very deeply smart and like satirical, but there's also a real sweetness to it. Yeah. Because yep. it's like the way that that movie positioned Jan as like a gay icon. And she <laughs> is like the heart of that movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's like... They, like the the climax of the movie is her running away and the the whole family like going to get her and like right and there's all that stuff but it's the new Jam Brady and her putting on like the Afro wig yes, and, yes. And, dance and then like <laughs> the being on the Jan streets Brady. of L A like it's just it, I don't know that was that was and there's something about RuPaul being the guidance counselor that I feel like is just so like divinely placed it's like Mm -hmm. it's very special and sweet and so I was always in love with that scene and always like transfixed by RuPaul and was obsessed with you know supermodel and mm-hmm. whatever um and then and i loved her vh1 talk show yeah, too. yeah. it was just such a nice moment her um, in the sequel of brady bunch too when they run into her at, at the, the pool, pool. and yeah. she, her two daughters are there moesha moesha moesha, moesha. moesha. So, funny. so funny just that she had daughters I know. yeah like it's so great also for rupaul to be the guidance counselor and now she is, truly is the guidance counselor and like mother <laughs> of so many people um, John mentioned uh, just over the break that you guys shot that for the anim- for animals two days before the election. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! So Shit. then you just like blo- blocked that out from yeah. Memory. It just literally disappeared. And then in the past couple of weeks, when I was like, oh, it's coming out, it's like that was very special. It was a nice couple of days. Mm. Um, but yeah, when we felt so confident. Yeah. Uh, just thank me for <laughs> yeah. Thanks, up the Bowen. <laughs> uh, you said something before that that actually I didn't realize about myself too. But when people ask about comedic influences, I can very rarely really articulate what they are. But I can name like dramatic influences uh-huh. that affected me comedically. Yeah, like yeah, that's totally. very much a thing. I think maybe yeah for a lot of for a lot of gays. Yeah, totally. Mm. That's just that's very real, and I I'm not surprised that. But when that you can pull from Tony and like your comedy. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. But when you say that you can't name a specific comedic influence, is that because it's like it just any, maybe any... honestly maybe it's a thing of being truly um, because when I was having them when I was in high school, I was so aware that they were gay and I needed to keep them a secret. Like yeah. I, I couldn't just say like oh Sandra Bernhardt and all her albums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That wasn't something I could just toss out. It was like oh everyone's saying The Simpsons. Okay, cool. The Simpsons. I never watched The yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. I recently saw Sandra Bernhard on a su- on the subway, uh-huh. and I really? had the moment where I was like, "Am I gonna tell her what she means to me?" I was like, "She doesn't want to be like bothered." I don't think. Yeah, it's it's you, hard. You didn't do it. I didn't because I. I mean, maybe if it was a situation where I was working with them, yeah, um, I would tell people what they meant mm-hmm, to me or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, no, that's that's fair. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, like, 
but also I did something with Jerry Seinfeld years ago oh sure and it was more about like I feel like I remember this it was comedians in cars getting coffee I was on oh, like yes, one tiny course. I was on two episodes of it and I was playing with this is it was so insane it was Jerry and Kramer it was oh Michael Richards and Jerry Seinfeld and I was like playing the assistant and I was like watching them go back and forth and I'm like this right here is like something yeah, else we, yeah and then at the end I, I it just kind of came out of my mouth I was like you know, my parents will kill me if I don't get a picture. And yeah. I didn't mean to say, I, but that's genuinely that's what of, it that's is. That was a good like, way to frame. To I think that's that. smart. I just yeah. remember being five years old and like listening to like from the next yeah. room, like mm-hmm. hearing my parents laugh at that and whatever. And then really I had, I didn't work with, but I was very intimidated by him. I yeah. think because he felt like another generation. And then I did a very short thing with Lena Dunham uh-huh. and it was like very casual. Mm-hmm. And I was like, see, this maybe it's because she was closer to my age, sure, yeah. Sure, sure. But I and I didn't feel like the need of like I need to be very nervous or anything yeah. like that. Maybe that's just getting older. Jerry didn't shake her hand. He didn't oh. shake my hand. Whoa! Am I allowed to he, share? Yeah. It's fine. Did you? <laughs> I was out fully. I was like, hey, he actually cast me. So he was in the casting room, and then he he offered his hand. Oh no, I offered my hand. I was like, thank you so much. And he was like, oh, I I don't really. I'm a little. I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm sick. Germophone. It was as, as if he was making an right. excuse. I was like, oh, that's fine. And he's like, this is my writing partner. Went to shake his hand. Same, I don't. I was like, Ugh. really? Neither of you going to shake my hand? I was like, I okay. Writing partner so shake funny. It, yeah. just, it just felt like, okay, cool. Great. Oh These God. people don't shake hands. Yeah. And then with Lena Dunham, it's like a hug. It's like and she's like, much. I'm a huge fan. I'm like, you're not. <laughs> but like, you know, you're not. But it's very nice of you to say. <laughs> Speaking of, you guys, girls came to an end last night. <laughs> we ran into John at a bar a couple days ago, and then John was like, "What's the theme for the app?" And we, and then I just, sh- I just, girls, I just said, girls, and then you just laughed. You're like, "Yeah, whatever." Oh my god, girls, fun though, fun. It was. I didn't watch it. It's fine. Okay. It was. It was good. It was. It was very. I mean, I actually was pretty satisfied with the way that it ended. Ooh. But I, I'm gonna love it anyway because yeah. I also know that a large part of it is like you, it, it's not gonna satisfy everything yeah. that you yeah, want. It's like know. with the end of every show, not every finale is gonna be Big Little Lies. People, oh, right. universally I perfect. I know it's amazing how they did that. They really pulled it off. It's so satisfying. Were you loving it the whole time, or the did, whole did time? You, yeah, me too. From the second it started, there were there were. Th- I mean, I was completely on board. There were things that like major red flags that like if they weren't within something that was so great i would probably be upset about what do you think of the greek chorus like the the like well that's exactly it like that's something that like i should have been so annoyed by Mm -hmm. like madeline let's just say she didn't blah 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 (laughs) yeah yeah. you know like but that but i didn't care like i was totally on board for that and then like like the lip syncing is absolutely unforgivable. <laughs> it's so oh insane. It's not Adam, okay. It's a horrible choice. I'm. I'm. I, it's a horrible choice. And Zoe Kravitz should not have sung at that well or like as comfortably sure, as she sure, sang. Sure. It's yeah, like it would have been like so much star. more interesting if all three of them who sang actually did it. Uh-huh. A. I mean, Zoe did it. Yeah, but that the, was the, the men did not. But if they had actually done, it, I'm not saying this was their choice, by the way, because I know Adam Scott's listening. Um, he's obsessed with me. Um, but like, but those people, like, they, they, the fact that they, who were the people they hired to sing for the men? Because that was humiliating, and HBO should be terrible, ashamed of themselves. Terrible, terrible, terrible. It was weird. Also, like, it's. I did read the novel, and it's a 
full departure from the novel. They called it Trivia Night in the show all year. And the fact that then they were all working on their Elvis impressions and were going to perform, I was yeah, like, is this a joke that the show is making? It really, and, and but in the book, they literally do a Trivia Night. Oh, yeah. With like, trivia. With trivia. And they talk about how, ooh, you know, we should... Jane's really good at trivia. We're lucky she's on our team. And Perry apparently is good in trivia in the book. But then in the show, they call it Trivia Night all yeah. all series. And, there's no trivia. and then there's like these weird performances which do not happen in the book and right. don't need to happen right. in the show, which makes me think... Was it a thing where it was just specifically to showcase Zoe Kravitz singing? Interesting. Mm. I mean, I liked the idea of like seeing parents out of their comfort zones performing, but like that. Then the second they started singing, they completely abandoned that because their voices were like uniformly beautiful. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and were like the the voices of someone who's been singing on the road for thirty five years. Like, (laughs) yeah, what? Like you could have had you could have either had Adam Scott and what's his face. Who who cares? Uh, Yeah, I mean, not Um, I. Yeah, love Adam, but that other guy. Whoa! First of all, slow down. Yeah, talked so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Every scene, yeah. I was like, I, I don't know what he's saying. I oh, that. wow, I didn't even... You're right. Way too fast. It also right, might right. be an accent thing. I think he might not be an American. Oh, sure. Which were you hearing, I have a problem with, honey. <laughs> were, you, were you hearing Nicole's Australian accent? Yeah, but so, you always do a little yeah, bit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She does... I'd rather do... I'd rather... She mm. lets it slip during those dramatic things. I mean, especially in the car scene in the finale, she let yeah, it slip. Definitely. I'd rather have what Nicole has than what Kate Winslet does, which is, I'm American. Right. I'm speaking in this way. Ours. <laughs> ours. In Revolutionary Road, it was it was yeah. very it was very over the top. Yeah. But yeah, Nicole, I I could kind of hear the lilt, and I think when people were like, oh yeah, the therapy scenes are so relatable. My Australian accent always slips uh, out when I'm in therapy. Yeah. I, I was literally like, know what tweet you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Joel. Oh, is this Joel? <laughs> well, it wasn't Joel. It was Joe Castle Baker. But oh, honestly, Joe Joel, Joel probably did tweet about it, that. Uh, bitch. By the way, I meant in my head, I meant Joe. And your yeah, head, but Joel Joe. flew out. But there you go. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yes. Of I course. did like that tweet. It's it was t- it was a good tweet. one. It was a good one. But I, in my like gay impulse of like my eleven year old who feels like he can't yeah. say Nicole Kidman and Moulin Rouge was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? She's perfect." Yeah. Did you get uh, no, a little yeah, tough? Sure. No. no, not at oh, all. Okay. I stayed clear away from that one. Oh my god. No, what am I gonna do? Like defend Nicole Kidman's honor on and Facebook? Destroy your friendship with Joe. It's been some annoying call out posts, haven't they? Of 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 late. Oh sure, sure, sure. Some New York specific stuff. You don't have to worry about it, okay. John. Yeah, things are different for me here. Ah! Garbage. I mean, there's there's a lot more sunlight. There's a lot more happiness out here. A lot more interest. Sure, sure, sure. A lot more interest in exercise. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say that my favorite, the fu- to me, the single funniest. Um, performance in Big Little Eyes was the therapist Robin Weiger because yeah, her just like her absolute stillness yeah yeah like the Folded more hands. the stakes rose the more she was like elongated spine and like and all, and her head was like slightly turned mm-hmm. and like it was like when she was like leave him <laughs> yeah. I wish your listeners could see me because oh, I'm doing I it wish perfectly they could. you are doing it perfectly it's like it's just she's like just go Ah! find a place and don't you're a lawyer like it's it's so funny and it's like and you can see her morning of you can see her like with her husband being like it's nicole today it's a nicole day (laughs) well listen she played a fucking uh statue in angels in america and she was calamity jane in deadwood right i saw like well i went to her website Uh it's amazing it's just like it's like 
it was designed by someone who went to like no see college of art in Tennessee. <laughs> Sorry, it's such a strange reference, but it's like it's like so it's tough. Oh wow! But it's all yeah. It's just someone who's just like uh, it's not her fault. It's just like the time of her being like, oh, I should. A manager is probably you should get a website. Yeah, and it was like yeah, 2002, yeah. Sure. and it's like it's so funny. That's... And it's been left untouched since. Then. Yeah, it's been untouched since like probably 2008. <laughs> her biggest credit is her like two episodes on Lost. Was she on Lost? Yeah, she was. Oh, thank goodness. She's really like an actor's actor. Yeah. yeah, she was. She's like a Sarah Paulson before Sarah Paulson became. Yeah, Sarah Paulson. Well, she's gonna get more work now. Oh, I for think. sure. Yeah. She's amazing. And that's though all the casting on the show was pretty great. Besides, you know, I yeah, I, I agree with you, Nathan, who cares? But but also kind of genius to like not mm-hmm. care about the men. To like to make the men just like less interesting. Yeah. And whether that be through the writing, through this or the casting. Mm-hmm. It's just like yeah, it's it was absolutely just about like relishing in those women totally. yeah it was yeah. so good i loved that was laura huge. dern for for the win forever laura yeah, dern and i patch so great for the win John. i was on board i think the second reese witherspoon started limping it really didn't matter <laughs> what else happened totally. i was like okay yeah this is this is it for me yeah <laughs> she could be in anything and i'd be on she board. was so great she was so great so great john what's next baby what do you got going on <laughs> um what do I have? Well, we're going to go shoot some search party. Mm-hmm. I yes. got some real fun stuff to do yeah. that I've just heard about. That I'm s- oh, my God. I literally was like, I'm missing the table read. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, no. It's tomorrow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, oh my God. God. Delete, delete, delete. God. <laughs> um, wow. No, I. Let's see. <laughs> table read of F1? <laughs> of five apps. Ooh. So oh, excited. Great. But, um, yeah, Kate and I are working on a on a show together, and I'm so excited about it, and I hope oh the God. world gets to see it. And um, So it's just something that you're working on now? Yes. Okay. We're, like, we've written something, and we're, we're hoping we get to make it. So great. Wow. I, I really hope, I really hope it's so I've good. never met her. I think she's so amazing. She's a star. She's a Come full on. star. Like, I watch her in that show, and I'm like, the, the Academy Award. I know. She's an incredible The Academy actress. Award. The banana videos. Oh, my yeah. God. How have is... we gone this long without saying? We haven't I talked know. about Banana Phone. You guys. <laughs> banana Phone. I love is... Banana Phone. Ugh, you, it's... Should, you should be so proud. I'm you, so d- proud you DP of all those. Honey, I shoot them. <laughs> Honey. We can see them together, but it, it rests on her performance, obviously. Oh, my God. Well, of course. But... I would retire on them. Okay. That would be it for me. The cap and the gown. Can we ask this? Like, yeah. how do the premises... <laughs> do those organically well it very conceive? organically happened because we were in the vancouver the, airport right. so stoned yeah we were on tour together uh-huh. and we were like and she she had a banana and she just like she always we have a joke that we always do together where we just like we'll be talking and then we're like oh sorry and we just take a fake call uh-huh. so like it's like a good way of like if someone's talking about something that's like very sincere it's sure. just funny for us to be like like so and then oh we God, always like yeah, pretend yeah. it's the other person's manager that's so and funny. we're always we're like we're like yeah i'm with i'm with her right now and i'm like i'm like Oh God! Okay, I'll tell. sure I'll tell her. Yeah, okay, she needs to know. And then she's like, "What is?" It? I'm like, "I can't get into it." You know? It's like it's like our favorite thing to do. And so she started doing that with a banana, and I was like, I was laughing so hard. Oh, wow. And then you know, and so I just start and like, but the people in the line were laughing. It was very sweet. Oh. And then and then we were. I just shot her doing the one of like 
where she, the first one where she's just kind of like, you just said, I love you. you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was killing me. It was so funny. And then once we did that one, we were like, we should do, we should just like follow the relationship. And the second one was the, was the roses, the, roses. the, the flowers. <laughs> and she just had, she had those roses in the apartment where she was staying. Uh-huh. And so we're like, we'll use these. And then, and then it was more just about like trying, once we like did those, we we're like, it's always just about doing that mm-hmm. kind of like small demanding and it's like 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 rom-com yeah <laughs> like dramedy like rom-drom but like you yeah. nail it you guys nail it i think my favorite moments of 555 are in a series of amazing moments is definitely you guys on the bed as the actors i, I love think that that's so much so you getting the number wrong is it's pretty perfect <laughs> you don't get better than that and also the scene where <laughs> Kristen johnson's like yeah, just put it wherever the fuck you want. <laughs> I feel like I hear someone start to laugh in the back. Yes. Oh, um, totally. Un- we were laughing so much. I uh, can't imagine being on set with her and especially doing that scene that you guys do where she gets on the floor in front of you. Guys, watch 555. Thank Let's you. Do it. Oh my goodness. I'm not gonna, you know what? I'm not gonna fucking ruin the whole thing. Please, no. please watch, watch it. it. Watch it. Figure out what the tube is. 399 for, for the whole five episodes. There you go. And then you know what? Catch some acting reels. Why exactly. Not? <laughs> While you're there, I actually have a great thing to show you guys. Well, not well. Actually, there's no way you're gonna find this because I don't know what it's called. But I'll figure out a way, and then maybe you can p- tack it onto the episode. Send it. Oh my god. We'll it's, tack it on. There's a real company, R E E L. Uh huh. There are real companies. I'm sure plural, but sure. I found yeah. one on YouTube, and it is a treasure trove. <gasps> where oh my god, it's a real service where you they like provide the kind of generic scenes, like a courtroom yeah. scene, a like a quirky friend mm-hmm, scene, mm-hmm. a romantic scene. And they shoot, like, we found it, because Kate and I were watching this girl that we know, we were watching her reel, because, uh-huh. you know, late it's night, whatever. Like you do. And, um, like you do. and we were like, what? It was, like, so eerie, we couldn't figure out why. We're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and, like, and then we were like, oh, they they've literally haven't cut away from her. It's not cutting between two people. It's just one shot. <sighs> and there's, like, a shoulder in the frame to be, like, the other person. But it's, yeah. like, it's clearly, it's either a literal dummy <laughs> or it's like an intern who's like gotta stand in. yeah we're like it's clearly not an actor it's just something just felt false about oh. it and then we realized every scene was that like there was never cutting to the other person and then we like looked at the 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 youtube account uh-huh. that was making it and it was like all these generic reels it is the funniest I thing that. in Must the world that. and it's on vimeo no it's on, it's YouTube. on youtube on youtube okay good i think we can that's stum- a newer b- wormhole we can stumble on a couple we'll, we'll just we'll just do a wide net search of real companies <laughs> real com- reels yeah. and then we'll just shoot them over here right to confirm okay. Okay. okay oh my god um so now this is it this is where we've gone to the it's segment the of the show it's the moment this is i don't think so honey <laughs> we take one minute to rail against uh, something in culture that's bothering us um matt john has alluded to his john has alluded to his previously Uh, matt do you have anything i don't have anything you know i have one okay all right i have one all right let's look let's get one minute on the clock clock. okay this is matt rogers i don't think so honey one minute on the clock time starts now i don't think so honey cloth napkins at restaurants i want a paper napkin you don't know what i need i might have to blow my nose i don't feel comfortable blowing my nose in a cloth napkin you want to know why because i guess you're gonna reuse it I mean, I would imagine if you're paying the money. I don't think so, honey. What You know what? Take the money, put them into something else. Get better quality food. How about that? Mm. I want paper. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, honey. Cloth. Also, you know what? I'm sorry. Bougie. 
Just like, just dress it down. Bring it back. Bring it back to basics. You know what? If you give me a cloth napkin and it's a plastic table, there's a disconnect there. I I work in a restaurant. I'm industry. So I feel like I can give you this advice. Mm -hmm. Make it work. Make everything match. If you're going to charge me $49 for a king crab leg, I don't want to eat it on a paper plate. And then don't tell me this is casual fine dining. This is, it's, it's adverse. Mm. So I don't think so, honey. I've had allergies while I've been here. The restaurant is when you had cloth napkins and I didn't know what to do. I had to go in the bathroom for toilet paper. I don't think so, honey. And that's one minute. Wow. Oh, wow. boy. A missive against the restaurant industry. Wow. Wow. Um, I agree. And that, to me, is culture. That's culture. Because Absolutely. I've been very involved in the restaurant industry for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what best practices we're trying are. to get out we're trying to we're trying to get out very badly but we're trying it's, to it's we, around the corner we have our toes dipped into the tour guide industry <laughs> okay what tours it's called the ride it's fantastic it's in new york okay you've probably seen it it's like a big sideways bus it's with like a, with it's the like seats a comedy out. tour yeah seats it's a out. comedy tour oh yeah so it was originated by darcy carden and timothy dunn no yes way. yeah um and it's just evolved into this great thing now it's like it's like they get a lot of ucb people to do it it's like yeah, yeah they put two comedians on a bus and call us tour guides and yeah. they're like oh know enough about the city that when you fly by you can say like when when it was built or like what or some, some dates city. about and then just make <laughs> yeah. a bunch of like jokes about it right, right oh that's right. fun and now i'm thinking because I'm starting to get to the point where I can't really do the, the waiting tables thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other day, a woman had some cork in her wine, and she's like, I have some cork in my wine. And I was like, does it matter? <laughs> and she was can't like, um, yes. Wow. Yeah. I should have been fired, but yeah. hanging on. Can't believe you weren't. Um, but the thing is, I've now heard that the tour guide stuff is actually not that hard, and it's pretty easy to get a license, and you make great tips. So, Ooh, good. so we'll see. Hopefully, you won't have to come to that, but you know. And then hopefully, someone videotapes you on the tour. <gasps> yeah, it goes yeah, yeah. viral. Exactly. You get a series. You get a series. Someone has to. You should EP tour guide series. I'd be <laughs> honestly. I would be honored to put my name on it. I just know time wise for me, <laughs> it's not going to really work. I can't kind of get my hands dirty in the way that exactly. I actually like within a creative process. But literally, right. my name's on it, <laughs> which is really what matters, yeah. right? <laughs> by the way, guys, uh, it will have aired by now. But last week, you'll have seen me on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Wow, I no. didn't do that great, did I? Oh, okay. five, five Are you K. serious? Yeah, it's gonna. Well, five it's airing K's? on. You know what? It's not bad. Five K is a few dinners recommended by me here. There you, you go. know what? Yes. Just Five K is us hitting up Connie and Ted's again. There you go. I get that seafood boil. <laughs> you did it. You did it. You did now Connie there's other places. Move on. We're you doing work at a seafood place. Move on. <laughs> Chengdu should... Taste. Chengdu Taste. Sushi Chengdu Park. Taste. Sushi Park. I'm gonna. Uh, sushi Park's gonna be your expensive one. Okay. okay cool. Okay. You're gonna go to Sushi Park. Mm-hmm. You gotta get a reservation. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do omakase. Do you know what that means? No. no. I just learned too, sweetie. <laughs> Talk to me. What is makase? Omakase is when the when the chef omakase. just makes whatever is fresh. Oh. And I had to say, I said no raw shellfish because okay. literally just spiritually, I was like, no. Yeah. It freaks me out. Uh-huh. You be may, might be fine with that. I'm good with it. Yeah. So, but like, but it was the best sushi I've ever had, hands down. Wow. Good to know. Love sushi. And it's just, and they and they know it's just so nice. Wow, wow, wow! Um, We're making a rest. Where's that? And where's Chengdu Taste Monterey Park? Chengdu no. Taste. <laughs> Chengdu Taste <laughs> is in Guys, San Gabriel yeah. Valley. Careful, okay. careful. And um, Sushi Park's in West Hollywood. Fun, fun, fun. We'll go. We're going, but, but you're not gonna. Well, I'm gonna leave with a list. Uh, please, you know what I mean. Yes, 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 absolutely. I can talk. Um, okay, I think I'll go. Time for you. Oh, okay. I think I have something. Yes, I'm good. Yep. 
All Here right, this is Bowen Yang's I Don't Think So Honey and Time Starts Now. I Don't Think So Honey talkative Lyft drivers here in oh. L.A. One guy yesterday was just like the broiest bro and was trying to talk to me about baseball and the Dodgers. And I was like, sir, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this new song. Mm. Please uh, leave me be. But he kept pushing ya. Yasiel Puig onto me, you guys. Mm-mm. Yasiel Puig, and I knew. Now I know shit about this person, and I don't want. I don't. I don't have the real estate in my brain to know anything about Yasiel Puig. Thirty seconds about how he's the hothead of the Dodgers. About how he had a promising start when he was first picked, <laughs> and but now he, you know, he's batting what? Like, uh, he's batting seventy something. I, I don't know baseball. Mm. I don't know what these stats mean. I don't know what these metrics are. I don't think so, honey. <laughs> Do not push this hetero narrative onto my 15. trip here. I, I don't think so, honey. Lyft drivers. Who, uh, we, uh, Matt and I had a, a terrifying Lyft driver on over right here. She was swerving and twirling and 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 just trying to plug her vacation. Tracy Renee, Trace, Stacy Renee, her 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 Airbnb substitute business. I don't think so, honey. Talkative Lyft drivers, and that's one that's minute. That's one minute. Gross. Listen, coming soon to you in LA with Stacy Renee. She has got a name for it. It's gonna be um. Not only is it gonna be an Airbnb, it's gonna be a destination. Oh wow. She's gonna hang out with you the whole time. Set up dinner. She'll serve you. She, she'll have activities for the kids back at the Airbnb. She'll have jump ropes. She'll have um, like a kiddie pool. She has it all planned out, but uh, logistically not feasible. And she detailed all this as she was driving us wildly on this. I was oh like, God. "This is crazy." So we, it was. Yeah. It, that's the thing about LA too. Is like you take a lot of lifts and you get who you get. You get who you get. Today the the guy goes. <laughs> he he goes. Um, he's putting on the the navigation and. It was not, it was like not agreeing with him, and he goes just like all women, right? She doesn't listen, and Bowen just goes okay. <laughs> I think auto, yeah. What, you what did, did I you, say? Had, you had like, like exasperated, okay. and he was like, I was proud of, and then he goes yeah, that's you. He yeah. immediately goes sorry, <laughs> yeah. He well, cla- he so they're learning. He cleaned yeah. up. Um, John, this is your moment. Oh God, I can't wait for I this. I can't wait for this. Oh my God, <laughs> you, can, you don't have to. Allude, we, it doesn't have to be what you. I think he planned. has to. I think oh, no, it's, no, okay. it's, right. it's written in blood. So we have the timer in front okay. of John. This is John Early's. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Listen, and this is why. I am. By the way, I. As you know, RuPaul just followed. Like it's like the Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter clout has increased so heavily in the past two years. I know that I am risking a lot no, by no, talking it, about this. It. Okay, but to me, it's worth it. You named your memoir "Scrappy Little Nobody." <laughs> <laughs> Scrappy Little God Nobody. Damn it. No, 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 no. Okay, I just, I just don't know. I don't know really what else to say. But that's absolutely <laughs> inexcusable. <Not> <laughs> It's not okay. It's it's not okay. I don't. You're, you're not a scrappy little nobody <laughs> if you're like if your quote is like three million for a movie. You're right. not a scrappy little nobody if you have a house in the Hollywood Hills. Like uh, I just and and you're not a scrappy ten. little nobody if you have an ingenue singing voice. Like I don't. Like that's no. You're, there it's, you go. I, I I'm sorry. I didn't say much. But you man, know listen, what? And listen. By the way, come at me. Like defend yourself. Like <laughs> I know you're a longtime listener, but like. I don't know. That's one, That's minute. one minute. Now listen, Here we go. you're absolutely right. No Cinderella is a scrappy little nobody. No. Was she in? The well, sh- I guess Cinderella is a scrappy little nobody, and who then? But you know, you get it. She was in the stage door movie, right? Or not? The, camp. Like the camp. 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 That's what it was. I'm she so was. sorry. Oh my god. No Oscar nominee is a scrappy little nobody. No. Thank no. you so much. That was. It wasn't. I don't know. Whatever. No. You know no. what? It was. It was. It was sorry. measured, and it was. It was correct. It was Thank correct, you. and that's the most important. I guess part. I'm just. 
a scrappy little <laughs> you should yeah. name your autobiography that just because <laughs> just just cuz and just get the cease and desist but ignore it some one time a guy said to me he's like i mean i don't understand why we're giving leah michelle any parts when we have anna kendrick i was like first of all that's they're so different. by the way i have zero opinion of her work i actually don't know her as an actress i just saw the book in an airport and i was like yeah. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's good. I mean, I certainly liked Into the Woods. I liked it very much. Mm, I, I think too. the Pitch Perfect, I think Pitch Perfect is, seen is like, mm. the second one is fully, It's it's. there's a lot of full junk trash, trash, full trash, a lot full of, trash. A lot of racism in them. Oh, God. Lots yeah. of immigration jokes. Yeah. <laughs> which is what everybody loves. Oh, oh Wilson God. loves a racist joke. Yeah, you know, right. mainstream. I don't know if it's her in the movie doing it, but. I mean... Yeah, but it's like, no, it's not her. No, it is her. It doesn't matter. I'm it's just, all, it's all racist. No, oh, John. John is going to gonna rile the ace up. <laughs> I can't wait. Rebel Wilson, call us. <laughs> Come on, defend. Come on. <laughs> um, oh, my God, you guys, this has been a great episode. Thank you so much, John Early. Listen, guys. Bell House, June 24th and 25th. It's true. Get those texts. <laughs> Jacqueline Novak, ham opening. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Um, I love Amazing. you guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for this being has been, on. We love it's you great so much. to see you in this natural LA light. Thank you. And you know, now that I've been here, I'm like, I'm, it's okay. Literally, <laughs> let me curate your restaurant experience, yeah. and then you're going to be sold. I can't wait for this, and I will frame <laughs> it, Tunny. Um, guys, thanks for listening to Lost Culturistas. That's Matt Rogers. And that's Bo Yang over there. Whereas I was, of course, John Early. Whereas, bye. Bye. <laughs> Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. And creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.